If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. What would you do with $1,500 more in your pocket? The average American family of four wastes $1,500 worth of food each year. Up to 40% of food in this country is never eaten. Households toss the limp vegetables. People are confused by food date labels. Restaurants often serve massive portions and trash the leftovers. Grocery stores overstock their shelves to maintain an image of abundance, and farmers aren't able to sell produce that doesn't look absolutely perfect. At the same time, one in eight Americans struggles to put food on the table. Let's talk about this today with Andrea Collins, Sustainable Food Systems Specialist with the Natural Resources Defense Council. Andrea, good morning. Thanks for joining me on Lincoln Live. Good morning. I'm glad to be with you. The NRDC believes wasted food is a problem we can solve. Let's begin with that question. How can it be solved? That's right. There are so many reasons why food is going to waste in our country. And many of us don't recognize that this is something that happens in our own homes and that we have a part of the solution. Um, The reasons why food is going to waste in our homes might be unique from one house to another, but each of us is doing some small habit that's then leading to something going to waste at home. And when each of us does it all together, it collectively adds up to a big part of the problem. Um, You mentioned a lot of these in your intro, but uh, food goes to waste at grocery stores, at restaurants, is left in the field. But in our homes, we're about 40% of the problem. Each of us doing a small bit every week adds up to a big part of the problem. And so we're a part of the solution as well. And when we waste food, we're also wasting money, as you mentioned, but also the water, land, energy um, that goes into producing food and getting it to our plates. And it generates global warming pollution at every stage from production to processing, transportation, and even at disposal. So it's really imperative both for our pocketbooks now as well as for the planet in the future that we really get this problem under control. There are many reasons I was drawn to the NRDC, the Natural Resources Defense Council, but one of them was the Save the Food campaign. Could you unpack that campaign for our listeners? We um, have a, a campaign called SaveTheFood.com that you can go and find some, some actionable solutions that you can take care of in your own home. There's a variety of different tips and tricks that are all pretty simple, um, and there's just extra information there to help you get across the finish line. So a variety of different things can be used in various households, depending on your style and, and how you um, bring food into your home. The first one that I love is those of us who are good planners can just take that to the next level and really making sure we're sticking to our plan. It means making sure you're getting everything that you need for a successful meal um, so that you're not leaving something off your list that would make your your recipe um, complete. It means sticking to that plan once you've made it, um, avoiding impulse buys, or um, if you frequently have an impromptu pizza night, making sure that's part of your plan so that you're not going to the grocery store and buying more than you're going to be able to use before your next trip, and really making sure that your list matches what you're actually going to be purchasing at home. 
Another reason why we've found that food goes to waste at homes is that it spoils too quickly. Um, and maybe there's something you could be doing that could store your food slightly differently so that it will last longer. We all know that if you leave milk on the counter, it's going to spoil faster, but there's some other little tricks you could be doing as well. Um, things like storing your apples separate from the rest of your fruit. The ethylene from the apples is gonna make your bananas brown faster. So if you can move them away from each other, your bananas will last faster and your, your apples will too. Um, simple things like making sure that any food that you're not gonna eat immediately gets in your freezer, using your freezer to really preserve food longer, and then making sure you're eating the food that's in your freezer um, before you go to your next shopping trip. All of these things can help maximize uh, the food that you're bringing home so that you're not wasting that money at the end of the week. My wife's the cook in the family, and she also not only by honing her skills at uh, being a, an excellent cook, but also has found the proper storage containers. The industry itself is doing a better job. For example, avocados. There are containers now for your, specifically for your avocados so that they and bananas the same way. Uh, I think the industry is, is helping too. Obviously they want to sell more product, but it's more efficient. Of course, and some of these have been around for a long time. Some of them are, are things our grandmother did um, previously, and some of them are new technology. Um, I think one of the main pieces of technology in our household that we're not using to the best of our ability is our refrigerator. Um, refrigerators are really designed in a particular way, and there's cooler and warmer sections to the refrigerator. So if we can kind of learn more about which items belong in which parts of our refrigerator, that can help be a piece of technology to really maximize our food. So things like storing your milk in the cooler part of your refrigerator rather than in the door is a great way to really make sure that your food is lasting longer. Um, there's different tricks around the humidity drawers in most refrigerators, storing vegetables in, um, in one and, and fruit in another based on how much humidity that they need will then make sure that your, your greens aren't um, getting soggy and wrinkly before you were ready to use them up. Andrea Collins joining me, Sustainable Food Systems Specialist with the Natural Resources Defense Council. We're talking about food waste in this country. Uh, a, a big picture. Let's go macro. The NRDC is also not only from uh, a household to household viewpoint, but helping entire cities reduce food waste and direct surplus to people in need. How is that happening? We've seen that cities are really engaged on reducing food waste for a number of reasons. Um, most cities are the ones who are responsible for handling waste, and so they really see it as both an environmental and an economic imperative to get that waste down so that there's less cost that needs to be um, associated with dealing and processing with waste. So if we can help prevent food from becoming waste in the first place, that really helps cities manage costs. They also see the environmental and sustainability aspect to making sure that food is, is used for its highest and best purpose rather than being disposed of in landfills. And because our cities are, are where we're more connected to one another, um, we see that food should be really feeding people instead of um, feeding landfill and, and harming the environment. And so if there are ways that we can make sure that food that meets health and safety guidelines is instead being redistributed to folks in our community who need a little extra help, um, some those are, are great ways that cities are able to engage on this issue. And so we have a project called Food Matters that's helping cities really find some of these solutions on, on where they can have policy or programs that then um, 
make sure that food isn't going to waste. And we're seeing some really great examples across the country that then can be replicated and, and maximized in other places around the country. And so um, the cities we're working with are working on a variety of strategies from really helping residents um, on these prevention measure, measures in their own home. Some of them are, are doing simple things like um, measuring how much food goes to waste. We don't have a, uh, a smart meter uh, that helps us recognize how much food is going to waste in each location. Um, and so we really need to be measuring where food is going to waste so that we can better manage it. Um, and simple things like auditing that you can do at home or in your business um, or on a citywide level to figure out uh, why food is going to waste and where it's happening to help find those intervention points, to find those solutions is another great way. Andrea, I mentioned food labels. The Food Policy Action Network finds that 60% of households have debated the meaning of food labels. So talk about food labels contributing to food waste. This is one of those places where I think most of us are shocked. Mm -hmm. Um, Expiration dates are a myth and we should really stop tossing perfectly good food just because of the date. The best buy and the sell by date are not actually telling you when food will go bad. In most cases, they're manufacturers best guess as to when food will be at its peak quality. And to many people's surprise, they're not federally regulated except in the case of infant formula. And that's because the nutritional quality will decline with time. And we wanna be sure that babies are getting enough nutrients This isn't a problem that most adults have to deal with. And really we think that those dates are telling us something about when food's gonna make us sick, but that's not correct. Um, Most perishable items like milk or yogurt are gonna depend more on how they're stored to determine its quality more so than the date that's on the item. And so really we need to ignore these expiration date myths and start trusting our senses. We can look for signs of discoloration or mold Um, The sniff test will tell us if it's gone sour or if it's spoiled. You could give it a little taste if it's past the previous two. And your senses will tell you if it's gone off much better than the date will. Andrea, the sell-by date for my wife and I means we get milk at half price. (laughs) When when the sell date comes up, yes. And there's so many things, even if it started to go just a little bit sour, there's um, a sour milk pancake recipe that you can make that uses it in the same way that you would buttermilk. If you go to savethefood.com, you can find recipes for things, for food that's um, on the edge, maybe some wrinkly apples. Um, Rather than tossing them, you can turn them into cookies. Those brown avocados can be turned into a a chocolate mousse. Um, Can really turn some of these items that could have been um, deemed uh, less subpar and turn them into something exciting instead. The average restaurant profit margin is about three to five percent. I would think that restaurants would be very sensitive to food waste. What practical solutions does the NRDC offer food outlets? Restaurants are um, an interesting scenario. And many of the time their waste is because of their impression of what their customers want. So this is one of the places where we as customers can really help restaurants reduce their waste by telling them what we actually want. Um, Restaurants have food waste because they have extensive menus and they need to stock ingredients for all of the things that are on their menu, even if some of them are are not going to be eaten this week or are unpopular. Um, Many restaurants feel that they need to have 
big portions because that's what their their customers want. Um, we're seeing a trend in restaurants serving half size portions. And if that's something that will help you not take home extra leftovers that you're not going to eat, make sure you tell your favorite restaurant that this is something you enjoy and that you appreciate and, and purchase those half price, those half sized portions, um, which is a great technique both for the restaurant to have less waste, less plate waste left over at the end of a meal, and also that you can then manage how much of the food you're, you're planning on um, either eating at the restaurant or taking home. So let's circle back to where we began, good listeners. What would you do with $1,500 more in your pocket? The average American family of four wastes $1,500 worth of food each year. So save where you can, good listeners. Andrea Collins joins me, sustainable food systems specialist with the Natural Resources Defense Council. We just want to start you thinking about this, and then you're on your own. Andrea, thank you very much. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, everybody, for being here with us on Lincoln Live.